All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. Happy Thursday. What's going on? It's the Thursday edition of Leafs Morning Take again. Abbreviated uh, holiday schedule this week. Nick Alberga and Jay Rozo with you. Rosie, what's going on, dude? Just in beautiful Red Deer, Alberta. Three-on-three tournament for my boys. So we have been living at the rink and living at a hotel for a little bit here. Our first time doing hockey between the holidays and probably our last. (laughs) I was just going to say, those are the best moments growing up, going to tournaments. I was more of a baseball player, so it happened more so in the summer. But I, I had a couple hockey tournaments sneak in there. It's always like an exciting time of year for the kids. It's all that matters, right? Not so much the parents, right? Well, that's true. That's what uh, that's what we were thinking when we booked it. We normally like to take the holidays off. I'm a believer in that. But uh, we cooked into this little three-on-three tournament. And, yeah, the kids are swimming and playing mini sticks and all that shit. So it's, uh, it's, it's the way it's supposed to be. So no complaints. I'm just uh, surprised at how much bloody hockey they can shove into two days. I'm happy to hear mini sticks is still a thing, by the way, because a lot has changed, as you know, in, say, like the last two decades. Whereas when we were growing up, Kids didn't have cell phones. They would just walk around and play with each other. And now you see mini sticks. They have one piece mini sticks, I guess. These are the new thing. They're like mystery sticks, they're called. You get them in like a, a bag and you don't know what you're going to get. And they got all these different curves and all these different like lengths and flex. It's insane. And my kid was more jacked for that than anything on the planet this year from Santa. So it was pretty sweet. Man, that's crazy. That's amazing. I'm happy he's having a good time. I'm happy you're uh, you're getting through it, certainly. And uh, speaking of getting through it, uh, a couple fines handed out to the Maple Leafs on Wednesday. I'm sure you caught this. We'll start with the travel fine, man. Like, this is bizarre. I don't know why schedule a game for the Leafs in St. Louis if they have to 
travel on the same day as the game. I mean, it's not a one-hour flight by any stretch. I've never done it, but I know it's not a one-hour flight. What did you make of that whole situation? Apparently, they left too early. They, they the earliest they could have left was uh, was uh, midnight local time here in uh, in in Ontario in Toronto, and they they left about ninety minutes or so before that. What did you make of that? Yeah, I remember playing, and there's <clears throat> there's like freezes. You know, there's there's freezes to allow. You know, it, it's what the union gets in the CBA to allow their players to actually take a break. You know, if it were up to the owners, they'd be playing 100 games and they'd make more money. But we want to get a bit of a break throughout the Christmas holidays, maybe enough so that you can go and see your family. But when you're traveling on, you know, on a team plane on the 26, it's just not going to happen. So you have that freeze for a reason. But <clears throat> in my mind... The Maple Leafs are saying, hey, we're going on a run this year. <clears throat> Do you guys want to travel the day of the game? Which nobody does. It's a complete shit show and anything can happen. And Blizzard's rolling in. I think MLSE said, hey, <clears throat> if everyone's cool with it, we're going to fly on the 26th. We don't really give a shit what the league's going to do to us. We're worth billions of dollars. So <laughs> I think the consensus was, yeah, we don't want to fly in on the day of the game either. And I imagine that there was a bunch of players that could fly into St. Louis on the 27th or the 26th, the evening of, and meet the team there is yeah. usually what happens. But a $100,000 fine, it wouldn't matter if it was a half a million dollar fine, is just not, it just doesn't matter to MLSE. They just want to do what's best for the team. And I imagine it was kind of a nodded thing where, hey, we're leaving early so we can get there and be ready for this game. I just love the irony that it's been pandemonium and mayhem at Pearson Airport for the last two weeks where nobody can get an inbound flight, nobody can get an outbound flight, and the Leafs had just no problems whatsoever leaving that airport. In fact, they left early. <laughs> so I just think it was hilarious. But I don't know why schedule a game in St. Louis if a team has to travel the same day. Like, right away, you're putting the team up against it. And I think you're so right. At the end of the day, it's it's a slap on the wrist. Uh, speaking of which, Sheldon Keefe, uh, 25K down. I would imagine some of the players might get involved. Austin Matthews can pipe up, say, you know what, Sheldon, don't worry. We got you on this one. In the grand scheme of things, it's 25K, but I think point proven. We see this so often in the NHL, Rosie. Well, it's weird. It's like, I love the passion of Keefe. I, the way Keefe lost it there when... Uh... Great. When Czar yeah. took a, a stick to the face and just he's he was already he was already walking the line of snapping and then he's looking at the iPad and just sees a hard <laughs> stick to the face followed by immediate blood and he fucking loses it. I love that passion. I think it's contagious. Um, I love it when a ref loses it, but it's like because he's backing up his team. I think that on the on the bench, guys kind of like, if you're not awake, you're awake when that head coach is absolutely losing his marbles. I'm not saying tear your suit off and start tomahawking stick after stick over the boards, but what he did was awesome. And like, what, you can't yell at a ref and, and throw a few F-bombs at a ref anymore. You get 25K, that's, that's embarrassing. But I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. Correct me on Twitter if I'm wrong, but I believe that uh, the team can pay that fine. If if you're a player who has a salary that's part of the cap and everything, it has to come right off your check. But I think for coaches, the I think the organization can pay their fine. I could be wrong though. I want to do a little research on that, but I'm pretty sure he's not pulling out his checkbook. If anything, it could be under the table. At the very least, Sheldon Keefe is coaching the shit out of this team. I totally agree. Whatever. Uh, how many times do you see coaches leverage the officials the way he did the other night, uh, getting calls for later on? I was even chuckling because TJ Brody got a penalty shot in overtime and. Certainly, I mean, 
it was warranted, but I think oftentimes we have seen that in the past where it's just a power play granted. So I think it did its job. It did its intention. And uh, with Sheldon Keefe in mind, I think he's done a brilliant job so far this season. And quite frankly, I think he deserves more recognition uh, for the Jack Adams trophy than he's been getting. Remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review wherever you're checking us out. Don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest in all things Toronto Maple Leafs. Thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns, drop us a line down in the chat below as Tim has done. We'll get to Tim in mere moments. And uh, we'll get to that later on in here in the show, but uh, let's get over the boards. Firstly, since we weren't with you yesterday, we will recap the game briefly from uh, Tuesday night in St. Louis. Uh, I believe Toronto has now won seven in a row coming off the holiday break. I don't know why that is the case, but they seem to buzz after the break. Willie Nylander is 21st of the season. Again, somebody will pay this guy big time in the um, foreseeable future. A 5-4 OT win in St. Louis. What would you make of that wild and wacky game? Yeah, it seems like a long time ago that they played that damn game for some reason. I guess we're used to doing our show right the day uh, a couple hours after a game. But uh, I don't know. I mean, to to start off hot, it was, uh, like I said, it was... uh, it was a tough fought game. It was a close game and both teams are ready to go. And the blues, I believe are a better team than their record shows. But again, at the end of the day, the Maple Leafs showed up and you know, when the rubber hit the road, they had more than the blues did and they got it in an overtime. Um, and again, with the secondary scroring, like stepping up Kelly yarn croak, like three point night, you know, you're hot when that's happening. Yeah. And, and you know, you're, you come off that Christmas break and a lot of guys have like, you know, a little bit of a reset button hit. Like it's like blowing the old dust out of the Nintendo cartridge and hitting that reset button. And you can all of a sudden just be a whole new, a new machine. And I remember that feeling. Sometimes it doesn't go the way you want and you feel, you feel worse after that Christmas break, but it definitely feels like there's a dividing stick right at Christmas and teams and players can, can definitely find another gear afterwards. And looks like Cali came out pretty hot there, obviously. And uh, hopefully the team keeps running the way it is and no signs against the blues that they're not going to do so. I don't think. Yeah, personally, I love the response. I should mention, too, the overhit, as I uh, firmly predicted. Jordan Bennington, there's your answer. Anytime Bennington's playing, take the over with all due respect to him. His numbers against the Leafs speak for themselves. But I love the response. Uh, it was one nothing, then it was 1-1. They respond with a 2-1 goal. JT scores late in the first. Then it was 3-1. They blow that. They score the 4-3 goal. Um, and then, you know, Kairou ties it in the third period. And then Nylander wins it in overtime. So the response is great to see. This time of year in the springtime, I don't care what month it is. So that was excellent to see. Can you put this into context? Mitch Marner picks up an apple in that game. He's notched at least a point in 25 of his past 27 outings. Put that into context for me, Rosie. I, I can't. It's uh, it's completely foreign territory for a guy like me, man. It's... Uh, it's a it's a level of consistency that's hard to do in this league. It's hard to get points. It's hard to be involved in goals. It's hard to score goals in this league. And he just is part of them and creating them and finishing them every single night. I mean, every night he is in on something. And it's, it's very impressive. And when you start talking about this is the record from the 90s and this is the record from there, it's we've been talking about him and kind of setting records and having record setting paces all year long but man he's having a season and it doesn't really look like he's exerting himself too hard or he's he's doing anything that's just unsustainable it's just rock solid hockey that that he's capable of playing obviously every bloody night and the numbers just continue to go 
And again, I think Marner should be uh, firmly involved in the Hart Trophy conversation. I think at this point, it's Connor McDavid's to lose. But uh, in the same breath, Marner's been impeccable this season. I think he deserves recognition for this uh, award at the very least. How many tequila shots out of 10 uh, would you say your concern is, your level of concern is with Ilya Samsonov? He's now surrendered 12 goals in his past three appearances. How many tequila shots? Um, four. Okay. Four. Okay. You're four. getting there with your boy. Okay. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm backing him up. He's showing really good. Uh, really good play uh, all season long. We're almost halfway through, and I have said he's gonna have a hiccup and a bump in the road. But the good yeah. thing about this tandem is you got your backup boy there who can bail you out. And I'm not. I never said that they're never gonna falter or flounder or have a little rough skid every single goal he does you know Vesna winning seasons have little skids in them where you're where you're fighting it a little bit and I'm my concern is not real high for him right now and um again the great thing about it is you can fall back on your other goalie and and <clears throat> Murray's there to pick up the slack and when Murray was down Sammy was there to pick up the slack and it's why this team is right there you know closing in on the Bruins and hanging out at the very very top of the I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. NHL. You're buzzing in Red Deer. Tim is buzzing in the chat. He says, happy game day. Uh, it's unfortunate that you're in Red Deer, Rosie. So throwing stones your way already. I wouldn't want to fight Jay Rosehill. Um, can see us trading Nylander next year because we can't afford to pay him at this point. Uh, that's a pretty good point. Uh, starting to worry about Samsonov a bit, a little leaky right now. But certainly, again, there are so many positives. I'm looking in the direction of the Stanley Cup playoffs. I'm not going to look to the future just yet, Rosie, okay? Yeah, that's good, man. Hey, you do your thing and uh, we'll we'll combat each other once in a while. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm a Sammy guy. Sammy boy through and through. Yeah, I think the goaltending has been an impeccable story. I, you, you, again, these guys are not going to have it every night. You look at the best teams in the league, they're going to have their stinkers. He's going through a rough patch right now. I think Samsonov will figure things out. Meantime, 
frat party. I had to name it that. I got the uh, the beer pong on the screen and in, in, in the thumbnail here on YouTube. It's the Maple Leafs and the Arizona Coyotes from Mullet Arena. This has to take you back to your days in junior with the crowd, right? I believe 5,000 is how many you can, you can see. Oh, the college barn, man. I don't... Uh... <laughs> I haven't watched a game down there before because why the hell would I? But um, yeah. I wonder how much they <laughs> they dress it up on on TV and try to make it look like, hey, we're actually a we're actually an organization that should be in this league. But uh, I don't know. I guess I'll tune in and see what this looks like. They're probably going to have to do a lot of camera trickery to make it look like it's not a goddamn crow's nest pass in 2002 with a couple thousand people in it. Imagine a prima donna national leaguer who is Mr. Glitz and Glamour, and we won't name names on the Leafs. It could be any team rolling into ASU, man, like dollar beer night. Like it just got a different vibe, a different feeling. Would it actually throw off players to play in that barn? It could a little bit. I mean, if you're weak, but it shouldn't. But I mean, you're <laughs> going to get in there and they've got shit seating and dressing room you're used to having all kinds of you know amenities to you to get ready for the game and every nhl uh, locker room affords you that by by the cba you get all certain things you get training tables and things in the bathrooms and all kinds of stuff that you might need and be used to at least and i doubt that shithole's got any of it so i don't know how they skirt it but again daddy big daddy batman in the nhl takes care of the coyotes and just lets them do whatever they want in this league and no matter how embarrassing it is so i don't know i guess we'll see if they drop a stinker we can blame it on mullet arena no we're not gonna we're not gonna blame it on mullet arena i love your disdain by the way for the arizona coyotes i don't want to bury the lead here morgan riley coming back I think the big story too, they go 15 games without Morgan Riley. Somehow they go 12-2-1. But I think his presence will be felt on the power play. I did some digging. I did some statistics for the show, believe it or not. Goes down November 21st due to a knee injury. That weird collision with Cal Palmieri, if you remember, against the Islanders. Toronto's power play, Rosie, since 8 for 47. So I think they're going to get bumped and boosted a bit here with Riley's return. Well, big timing. <clears throat> Just in general, the the defensive core has been doing fine without him, and you're almost like, wow, yeah. that's uh, really impressive. But I've been talking for a while about how how odd that that power play looks, and how how much firepower is on, but it's just missing a piece, and it can't seem to click. And you get five forwards out there, and just you just need that solid offensive defenseman to quarterback that thing and kind of settle everything down, and and then everyone else can can realize that, oh, that job's taken care of. Let me go find my little, let me go find my soft spots here. And fuck, when you got, when you got the firepower out there that that power play has, those guys finding soft spots, you'd think that, uh, you know, Morgan Riley can settle things down up top and and find those guys and that, that BP can start clicking. And hopefully it does against uh, these Coyotes here tonight. I've gone 16 minutes without referencing it, so I'm going to do it right now. October 17th, a 4-2 win for Arizona. Again, uh, I still have PTSD from that game. I mentioned it at least one week or once a week on this show, but I just hope the Leafs don't come out that way. I think they're a different team. They're playing much better. They're playing with a lot of confidence, but I think the one thing I've learned with Arizona this season, I've wait, I watched them uh, quite a bit so far. Don't sleep on them. Hell, they're coming off a win against Colorado the other night on home ice. Uh, I think they're going to be ready to play, and I do think the Leafs will be ready to play in this one. 
Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, to bring up that game in October, you might as well tell me who won the third exhibition game with fucking who cares. I mean, it Toronto was a did. different team. Yeah, <laughs> it was a different team. <laughs> and this is, uh, I think they'll be ready. I think they'll be pumped. Um, they got back in the swing of things after uh, after Christmas there. And I think they're going to remember that they lost to this goddamn team. And yeah with the media storm that's around them and with so many people hating on the Leafs and wanting them to fall, I think they're very acutely aware that they are not going to drop this game at this shithole barn to this piece of garbage organization and have <laughs> the entire league laugh at them again for a little while. It's not going to happen. They're too good and they're a different team and I can't wait for them just to smash them. I'm taking, I'm taking the Leafs over is what I'm doing, even though it's not the Points Bet Canada wrap-up segment. I like it. I like it. Uh, the Yotes have won three in a row and five of seven overall against the Leafs. I was trending towards the over, but I can't not hit the puck line. We'll get to that in mere moments of the Points Bet Canada play of the day. Before we move on, your favorite party game. This brings back shades of college for yours truly. I don't know if you know where it is, but Fanshawe College in London, Ontario, widely respected as one of the best party schools in the country at the time. I don't know if that remains the case, but I had plenty of beer pong tournaments, flip cup tourneys. I drank my face off in college. Yeah, who doesn't? It seems to be the thing to do. I mean, I'm looking at this like now that now that ASU has a D1 hockey program, <laughs> I just can't believe my luck that I was born too early. Like I'm looking at oh, like buddy. Wisconsin and North Dakota and Minnesotas and these types of places to go live. And these guys are going down to Phoenix to the number one party school in the country with I mean, the women in that goddamn thing, if you're, if you're into that sort of thing, no pressure, yeah. but holy yeah. smokes, would that ever be something else? So good for those guys that get to go down there and play. And yeah, what a party city. I don't know my favorite game, getting the pong going. Um, I remember in college one time we did the Century Club where you take a shot of beer every minute yeah. and we were just playing board games. I'm like, this is easy. This is a little shot glass of beer. I suck beer down like nothing. I was time traveling by shot 55 and that was the end of me, I'm pretty sure. So didn't get her done if anyone's wondering what will you remember the most in relation to the Leafs in this calendar year Rosie so you go calendar year hey because my mind breaks it up into seasons and why you would talk about the beginning of 22 and the of the 22-23 season and the end of the 21-22 season I yeah. just uh you know, that's kind of the thing. Like you say, it's always the same old team and stuff. I, I see no correlation. I mean, your staff could be different. Um, your players are different. Your lines are different. Your your coaching systems are different. You've had an entire summer to reset all kinds of shit. It's totally Answer different. So I just question, man. <laughs> I am not answering a stupid fucking question. It's not even the same team. Let's put parallels together of the 2018 fucking Minnesota Stars and today's Minnesota. Like, Dude, why? It's not difficult. The last calendar year, what will you remember most? For instance, I will remember another Game 7 loss. We're not going to talk about that. Most importantly, Austin Matthews scoring 60 goals, right? The first Leaf in 67 years to score 60. Does that answer it for you? Yeah, that's a pretty shitty answer because everybody already knows that. <laughs> But I'm asking you personally, what will you remember about 2022? That's what I'll remember. Austin Matthews getting 60 tucks in 73 games. Well, what I remember is getting this job <laughs> and then being like, holy shit, I better brush up on the Maple Leafs. 
And right away we signed Murray and Sammy. And then I was like, holy shit, they made a big splash on the back end. So yeah. the thing I remember the most is lame duck GM Dubis. I'm not going to call him that. That's just what I remember everyone calling him. But I remember him making an absolute splash by signing two goaltenders for next to freaking nothing, keeping it under the cap, and all in solving the Toronto Maple Leafs goaltending problems that have plagued them for, what do you want to go back to, Cujo? Yeah, probably. Pod Van. It's been a while. Pod it's been a while. So God, Pod Van was so awesome. But they yeah, I mean, that's you. the biggest thing for me, man. No, I like it. That, that's a fair answer. I had another ga- game seven loss. I had Matthew scoring 60 and I had Arizona's three victories against Toronto all happened in, <laughs> in 2022, just for you. So thanks so much for Jesus eloquently answering. Right. <laughs> so here we go, guys. Just to bring it up, there's a couple people on Twitter who keep trying to go at me saying I called for Sheldon Keith's head. So if you listened and actually watched the show early in the season, we were discussing in late October how it could have been time for a change. Yet, I think we're both united in saying, Rosie, that Sheldon Keefe has done an impeccable job as the head coach of the Leafs, but they needed a boost. At, there was no time ever where I said definitively, fire Keefe, bring in shots. But there's a couple people on Twitter that just want to get, get on me on a daily basis saying, I called for his head. Never called for his head. If you actually read the material, watched the material, you would understand and comprehend where I'm coming from. It's just insane to me. I wouldn't say it's insane because there were shades of do we move on? Did you flat out call for his head? No, you did not. Were you tiptoeing around the fact that he should be gone? He's not a good enough coach and Barry Trotz is available. Yeah, I think there is some shade there a little bit. But uh, as far as calling for his head, I'll I'll back you up. No, but you know goddamn well with with you jumping on this team a little bit, especially with the management brass and coaching staff, that when things are going well, your Twitter is probably blowing up with some, uh, I told you so, guys. But that's part of the territory, my man. Part of the job, part of the job. Um, And again, let me underscore again, I've never taken anything away from this team in the regular season. They're an incredible elite regular season team. It remains to be seen if they can do it in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And to that point, there was a point in this season where I felt a change was needed and it wasn't going to come in terms of a GM or executives. It was it, it was only one person, and that's ultimately where my finger led. So we'll just leave it at that. But again, we did open up the show. Sheldon Keefe has done an unbelievable job. He's coaching the shit out of this team, and I think he deserves more recognition for the Jack Adams trophy. So in essence, we're telling you it's been a crazy, I don't want to say tumultuous, but like a frantic and frenetic 2022 for this Maple Leafs team, Rosie. But I'm looking forward to 2023. We're going to have our New Year's resolutions next week, okay? Yeah, I like it, man. And no, there's no doubt about it. This team hasn't got her done in the playoffs. So as much as has been going right right now, all you can do is live in the present right now. And in the present time, Leafs are rolling. Everything's good. The problems that they had have all been solved on paper. And it's just a matter of them bringing that into the playoffs. So, yeah, everything you said is totally true, man. But uh the, the the latter the beginning part of 2022 and the latter part of last season fucking be gone i don't want to talk about it ever again let's live with this season right now and on to 23 at least you're prepped for next year when i ask you the same question and you don't ask me what the fuck are you talking about we can uh we can revisit this conversation uh the wrap-up is brought to you by our friends at points by canada
right, Mr. Rosell, I got two plays for you today. You know I'm serious because I just addressed you by your last name. You know I have to go this route. I know you're going to be disappointed. But at plus 100, I have to do it. Uh, there's no value in betting on the Leafs in this game. It was similar to the case back on October 17th. So I would like the Arizona puck line at plus 100, three straight wins against the Leafs, five of seven overall against Toronto. Granted, I'll just say right now, I want the Leafs to win this game. I really do. But Arizona's had their numbers. So maybe that changes tonight. And to keep things in line, Austin Matthews over four and a half shots on goal, minus 130. That's hit in six of the past eight. I think he'll be horned up to play Arizona tonight at ASU. Yeah, I imagine he will be. He's probably uh, got a couple summer skeletons uh, watching the game <laughs> from the crowd. If they could be easy to find tickets, obviously. might not be easy to find a seat. I will even ask I what a summer know, skeleton man. is. I don't... What is a summer skeleton? <laughs> don't want to answer that. Yeah, take it to I don't. Uh, exactly. I don't like your bet. I don't like your bet. The only reason I like your bet is because the value is there. But I want to take the Maple Leafs over. I think they could just pummel yeah. these fucking pigeons tonight. So let's look for that. But um, I'm going to go a little deeper. I'll tweet out my bet um, when no. I when I get her pulled up on uh, Points Bet Canada and uh, figure out what I'm going to bet for the Leafs over is what I'm going to take. Whatever that is, I don't care what the value is. I think they are going to fill the net on these dusters and make a statement. So what uh, Ro Rosie's alluding to, he might play a bit of a parlay, the Leafs and the over. I like the look too, because it's got a, th this run of futility against Arizona has to end at some point in time. And I think at the very least, Toronto will be, be prepared for this game. Easy for me to say, uh, knowing the history against Arizona. And again, looking back at the tape from that game way back when on October 17th. So that's going to do it once again, Rosie. I uh, hope you have a fantastic time at the three-on-three uh, -three tournament here in Red Deer. And uh, looking forward to talking once again in the year 2023. It's weird to say that. We're going to have our New Year's resolutions for the Leafs. And uh, looking forward to their January slate. Do you know they have three regulation losses since December 1st or since November 1st? It's crazy. That is really crazy. This team's rolling. And you go back to that road trip where they were dropping a few. And I think it all started by going out, allegedly. We're just going to, we're not going to smear the team, but there's a good chance you get caught up in that Vegas uh, messing around. And then all of a sudden you drop the next three on the West Coast. So that's probably the problem there. And my only worry is that they get caught up in some college party at ASU. <laughs> last night and the boys can't even fucking see straight right now chasing skirt all night long so that's probably the only way your bet's gonna hit but i think they've learned their lesson we're just okay. making up famous rumors. last words i hope i'm wrong dude i hope i'm wrong so we're not with you tomorrow make a note of that not with you on monday so we'll be back on tuesday rosie and uh we'll discuss the weekend we'll, we'll discuss this game against arizona rest assured if the leafs do go on to lose or the Puck line hits for the Coyotes. I will let you know on Tuesday. And you can also let me know if I lose, okay? Beautiful. See you then. All right, there you have it. That's Jay Rosehill. I'm Nick Alberga. Thanks so much for watching. Take care. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 